This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Laura Deirdre. Laura is the editor-in-chief of Becker's Healthcare and just a brilliant follower of healthcare and a brilliant leader. Laura talks to us regularly about trends she's watching in healthcare. Laura, what are a couple of the big stories you're watching as we kick off 2024? What's top of mind? Absolutely. So today I've got a couple of health IT and technology-driven stories that I wanted to share with you. And I'm very excited to start off 2024 with a bang. Um, we saw Mayo Clinic actually on January 8th selected Cerebrus as its first generative AI collaborator for large-scale domain-specific AI capabilities for more personalized diagnosis and treatment plans. The startup is working with Mayo to develop models that will be able to summarize medical records, identify patterns in medical imaging, and analyze genome data, according to a report from Reuters, which also reported that this is a multi-million dollar deal and a partnership that will last several years, and Cerebrus will find provide the health system with hardware and software development services. And so, you know, it, it seems like the idea of this collaboration is to eventually have additional um, AI-generated platforms in, in language models and whatnot that would be able to help um, go onto the Mayo Clinic platform and help other health systems really be able to identify and diagnose quicker um, and, and provide more personalized medicine. And so it seems like they're really jumping in headfirst again to the generative AI partnerships and collaborations. And then, too, the health system also reported that it's expanding its um, agreement with TechSite, which is a company that's really focused on pathology-driven um, end-to-end AI solutions for more accurate treatment. And so with TechSite, um, Mayo is planning to uh, develop a software as a service digital pathology platform that integrates pathologists, LIS vendors, and whole slide scanner manufacturers, storage and AI providers, as well as others, uh, to really get into the same platform and provide additional services and, and products to other health systems and healthcare providers. And so it's been really interesting to see already um, within the new year that, you know, Mayo's really um, expanding its reach into AI in looking at developing a strategy around more um, providing more services to healthcare organizations as well as patients that they're working with on a daily basis. So that's been a really interesting trend that we saw right here off the bat in 2024. I mean, it's fascinating, really, isn't it? Just to sort of see what goes on with AI and when it starts to really become a big part of what health systems do, both on the clinical and administrative side. And I guess nobody better to watch than, than Mayo Clinic to see how this rolls out. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what other stories you're watching this year? Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of AI, we um, are also, as always, following the big EHR vendors very closely. And in 2023, that was really a huge part of their strategies was figuring out how to integrate artificial intelligence into the EHRs and what they can leverage um, to help operational efficiencies as well as diagnosis and treatment efforts. Um, Epic entered into multiple generative AI partnerships last year with health systems and companies, including Microsoft, to bring AI to their EHR. And this year, the company is set to roll out its best 
Care Choices for My Patient Initiative, um, which aims to assist physicians in selecting the most appropriate treatment for their patients and bringing evidence-based medicine to the point of care. We connected with um, the leaders at Epic, and they talked about you know, really promoting in 2024 the um, EHR leveraging generative AI to make research more intuitive, transforming conversational prompts into data queries. And then that functionality um, is initially available through its Cosmos data, um, which is a huge data lake and soon will extend to local data that it provides to healthcare professionals and um, valuable insights across the board for, you know, the pharmaceuticals and, and life sciences and all the other um, companies and, and uses for this kind of data that can really advance medicine, not only at the point of care, but just continuing to research and develop and, and drug discoveries and all of those kinds of things. And so that seems to be something that reaches far beyond just the typical EHR platform to continue to, um, you know, be personalized to the patient, but also leverage that data and those capabilities. And we're seeing similar things from Oracle Health, um, which has the legacy Cerner EHR focus on AI with a strategy around its Oracle Clinical Digital Assistant, which is an AI tool designed um, to actively engage patient interactions with the ultimate goal of not just processing, streamlining, um, but also completing the elimination of time-consuming scribing tasks and, and making it more efficient for um, clinicians to write their notes and, and documentation and all those kinds of things, which is so important to eliminating burnout and helping, um, you know, healthcare teams be more efficient and enjoy their work more. Um, so that's what Oracle's working on. They also told us that they're actively developing a next-generation cloud-based EHR system that's scheduled to be released this year um, with a design that ensures, you know, a capability with existing EHR technologies, but also will um, eliminate the need for re-implementation processes. So current uh, customers won't need to do a full re-implementation when they do make this upgrade or make this new technology available. Um, and, and really looking to, with their new platforms, empower partners and, and consumers through the third-party vendors um, with customization and ultimately, you know, aiming to have a more um, customizable approach for their EHRs and their customers. And so it's interesting to see how both companies are really trying to leverage AI, um, but taking kind of a different focus on a global or more customer um, individual basis to try to implement those technologies. Thank you very, very much, Laura. Just, just fantastic to see what's going on with sort of technology leading into the new year. Uh, and, 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 and so nice to talk about technology as opposed to, for the moment, labor shortage, profits and losses, reimbursement challenges, and all the other challenges the health systems are facing. So what a pleasant relief this morning. Laura Derrida, Editor-in-Chief of Becker's Healthcare, always great to visit with you. Uh, just you're one of the best. Thank you very, very much for joining us. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.